Welcome to The Wag, presented by Sportflix, the official podcast of the Canadian Football League. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Waggle Podcast. I'm not Donovan Bennett, as you can probably tell. Brody Lawson here, taking over for Donovan this week. He's actually away on vacation. What a week to not be here. So I'm stepping in and taking over for what has been a pretty disappointing week, I think, across the board. Whether you're a fan of the CFL, which I know most of you are, a player, a coach, you work in and around the league, you love the league, this has been a tough week. What's made it tough is knowing, I think, how close we were as a league to getting this done. You know, we were close to a CBA for 2020 with our players. We had, a, you know, plans approved by health officials in Manitoba. That bubble was going to happen. And there's been so much work behind the scenes and so much hope that we would be able to do this. And... We found out earlier this week that there would be no 2020 season. The first time there wouldn't be a Grey Cup since 1919. I'm sure this news has been difficult for a lot of you. I know personally it's been difficult for me. And all we can do is look ahead, I think. We can look forward to a bright future. For the CFL, we can look forward to a 2021 season and put our energy into making that great and doing what the CFL community does so well, which is rallying around one another, leaning on our friends who also love the league and being there for one another. Because as most of you know, this is so much more than just a game. And it was difficult to decide who to have on the podcast this week, who you guys would want to hear from, and the person we thought would speak to this best. And ultimately, we decided to have Wade Miller from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on, the president and CEO of the Bombers, because obviously he's been through this process as a president. He understands it from the team perspective, but he also had the added experience of putting the bubble together and had been working with officials in Manitoba to, you know, that bubble was approved and they were prepared to host the league for a shortened season in the fall. And so I think Wade can provide some some insight into what's been going on over the last couple of months and certainly his feelings over the last few days with the announcement that was made earlier this week. So here is my interview with Wade Miller. I am really pleased to be joined by Wade Miller, the president and CEO of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Wade, it's great to talk to you, although not under these exact circumstances. Um, I, I'm sure no, you should be. You should be. Uh, you should be at IG Field having a Walby Burger. Is what you should be doing. That's what we should I, be doing right now. On a Thursday night, that's exactly where I should be. I was just thinking how many trips I made to Winnipeg in the last couple of years. You guys have such a great game day. Just one of the best. Um, you, you've had a few days to, to take in the news. How are, how are you feeling about things today? Uh, you know, still uh, same as did when, uh, you know, we made those decisions as a league on Monday and, uh, you know, disappointed for our players, coaches, our fans, and our entire organizations in the CFL um, not having football this year. So, um, you know, and uh, it 
doesn't seem to get easier by the day, but uh, we'll move forward and get ready for 2021. How would you describe the efforts over the last couple of weeks in particular to, to try and get this across the line? Well, yeah, those efforts started uh, months ago, and uh, everybody across the uh, league, from the league office to every team, uh, has been working to try to find a way to get our players back on the field for 2020. And uh, and it was a great effort, and uh, you know, one that um, unfortunately we came up short on. But everyone be proud of the work that uh, was put in to try to make it happen. Um, that doesn't get us on the field, but uh, it was a great effort by everyone involved. We know there was a ton done by you and, and Winnipeg and by the province of Manitoba in order to prepare that bubble model. So can you can you detail what was done for people that don't know and, and everything that went into getting that essentially approved? Yeah, the um, the first part of uh, building out the hub city model was to ensure the safety of our our players or coaches or all of our staff that would be in the bubble and also the, the uh, broader community of Manitoba and Winnipeg as well, uh, you know, doing an event like that in, in, a, in our province. And uh, so a lot of work went into the health and safety plan, which uh, the province of Manitoba worked with us on and, uh, and approved. And as well, the federal government uh, acknowledged that their uh, the plan was, uh, you know, something that uh, they, they are comfortable with or were comfortable with as well. So, um, you know, it was a lot of work that went into that. And, uh, you know, we had the proper protocols and safety precautions in place if we were able to uh, host it this year. There's been such an outpouring of support from, from fans. I'm sure that helps galvanize you guys forward. But what, what have you been saying to fans and players and the community? I, I'm sure there's a range of emotions you've had to deal with and not, a, not an easy task. How have you been handling those conversations? Yeah, you know, you start with the players and, you know, as a former player, I understand how short your career can be and, and you, you know, feel for all the players that are, are going through this, uh, you know, first and foremost, they train hard, they want to be on the field playing in front of the crowds, or they want to be playing for their career and, and with their teammates, and, and that's not going to happen this year, which is the biggest uh, letdown for me is that our, our amazing players aren't going to be on the field and, and that's one less year they were going to play football and uh, you don't get many of them. So, uh, you know, feel for the players, uh, you know, exchange some great text messages with our, with our guys. And, uh, you know, they're just true, true athletes that are just uh, unbelievable, uh, talented players, but um, just more importantly, just great human beings that make a difference in our communities across this country. And that that's also going to be missed this year is the accessibility that our players have with our fans and what they do for the communities uh, where, where a CFL team is. And, and, and that's going to be as big of a loss as not playing football this year. And, and what about for fans? I know the season ticket holders, there's been so much <clears throat> outreach from the CFL to, to keep them encouraged and thanking people for leaving deposits. How, how have you been communicating with your fans and, and what have you seen across the league in that, from that standpoint? Yeah, I, I mean, our, our fans, this, you know, is just uh, the support from our fans and season ticket members has just been overwhelming and, uh, and continues to this day. So, uh, you know, that's what makes the CFL so special is our fans and, and how connected they are to their teams and, and whether that's in uh, Hamilton or, or BC or Montreal, there's just a core of fans that are just special this league and none know better than Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans. And, uh, you know, they're the CFL's last fans for a reason. And uh, they show that even when we're not in the stadium and, and, and that momentum hasn't stopped um, 
from the Grey Cup in 2019. It continues on and, and that support, along with our corporate partners as well, who have just been uh, standing beside us uh, through this time. Wade, I know for fans listening to this podcast, they're avid fans of the CFL, and I'm sure they're frustrated and wondering, you know, why this took until August to get done, despite all the efforts we know were going on behind the scenes from league officials and, and team uh, on the team level. So what, what light can you shed on what has been going on behind the scenes from that standpoint that's, that's taken us all the way to mid-August? Yeah, I you know it, it's absolutely our fans are frustrated, our players are frustrated, coaches, uh, everybody in organizations was frustrated through this process, and uh, and rightly so, um, you know. And and the biggest challenge is is that uh, you know our players uh, players were uh, you know we were close to being able to uh, get on the field this year, um, you know, had worked with our the player association, uh, had the model built, had the safety plan as we've talked about. Um, had almost all the box checked, and, and the one we needed was some support from the federal government. Uh, the province of Manitoba had supported this event, so did the city of Winnipeg, and we needed some support from the federal government. Um, you know, the league uh, spent over four months speaking to the federal government and uh, on two different times went back uh, on their request from the federal government, uh, only to find out uh, earlier, you know, late last week that w- there will be no funding of zero. Um, everybody in, you know, from our players, our coaches, the organizations, uh, our broadcast partner, everybody had leaned in to find a way to get this done. And, you know, each team's going to have significant losses this year, uh, but we're all finding a way to do it and, and to play. And we needed that federal government support and it didn't come through. Um, and it's very disappointing, uh, when you look at the rich heritage and, 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 you know, whole culture that the CFL is and what the Grey Cup means to this country. And, you know, the CFL unites our country and, and is, uh, you know, embedded in our history. And it's just very disappointing to be on the wrong side of history on this one. Um, and uh, came down to no support from the federal government at the end of the day. So let's talk about 2021 and, and the discussions you've been having behind the scenes with members of, of the league what does that look like? What does the next, let's say, six months look like for you guys? And what conversations can, can you sort of give some light to, to give fans hope who are, um, you know, just kind of on the edge of their seat here even still? Yeah, you know, uh, 2021 is a long ways away. Uh, there's uh, Now we have, uh, you know, undivided attention and focus to be able to put on to that season, uh, which we'll all do at our team level and as a league and uh, work together collectively off the field, which this group has always done very well uh, of the nine teams and, uh, and the league. And we'll continue to do that and we'll build on that and, um, you know, make our, make our business model uh, more efficient, uh, find ways to uh, generate additional revenue and increase that fan experience uh, for when we have our fans back in the stadiums. Wade, thank you so much for, for chatting. I know you're, you're busy at this time, so thanks for everything behind the scenes and really appreciate your time today. Oh, thank you. And, uh, you know, look forward to, uh, you know, being back in 2021 uh, and defending this great cup championship and our players do and uh, coming to every CFL city next year. A huge thanks again to Wade Miller for that interview. I really appreciated the extra time that he gave us during what has been an insane week for everyone in the league, but especially 
um, at the team level, everyone trying to, to handle their business. So a big thanks to Wade. And as Wade said in the interview, I mean, let's, let's start looking ahead. Let's, let's be hopeful about 2021 and, and all that that brings. I want to let you guys know that we have got great interviews coming up. We've got great content planned and we are going to be there for you to make sure that you get your CFL fixed. So please subscribe, like, and if you can take two minutes, leave us a quick review. This goes a long way in making the show possible and it's never mattered more than it does right now. So we really appreciate you guys. This episode of The Waggle and every episode is brought to you by our friends at Sport Clips, known for their Sport Clips MVP haircut experience, the massage with the shampoo, a hot steam towel, sports on TV, and legendary haircuts. And like I said, sports. Sport Clips. It's good to be a guy. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure to lean on one another and let's be hopeful about what the future holds for this league. It's going to be back bigger and better than ever. Donovan will be back next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. The WAG, presented by Sport Clips, the official podcast of the Canadian Football League.